0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Do you have $6,700, Lucky, you could lend me? To lend you? Well, I wouldn't give it back. So, do you have $6,700 you can give me? No. Oh. I guess I can't get an ice cream then. Ice cream. World's most expensive ice cream. $6,696 per scoop. Uh, per scoop? Per scoop. Oh. A luxury ice cream brand in Japan is selling it. It's a new flavor they came up with. Oh, no. Called uh, Boyukuya, I believe, is how it's probably not pronounced. Sure. Boyukuya. The ingredients include edible gold leaf, a fancy Parmesan cheese, and rare white truffles grown in Italy. That cost $7,000 a pound. Does it taste good, though? I would hope so. It's uh, also got something called uh, Saki Kesu. It's a yeasty paste that's left over when you make rice wine. It apparently adds a fruity taste. Okay. They say it took a couple of it years. it doesn't sound very good. Yeasty paste added to <laughs> it. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> it took about a year and a half to perfect the recipe. Supposedly tastes great. They say it's extremely rich. I'll take a double scoop of yeasty parm, please. Yeah. And you have to be extremely rich to buy that. Can you imagine you buy it for your kid and it falls off? Like, I feel pretty accomplished buying a couple of scoops of Muskoka mocha. <laughs> and that's expensive enough. Ice cream is crazy expensive when you go to an ice cream shop. I know it's a nice little treat occasionally, but when we lived uh, down in Tecumseh, there was an ice cream place very close to us, and family would come down for long weekends like this. And after a barbecue dinner or whatever, I'd say, ah, let's go for a walk. We'll all get ice cream. And there could be like a dozen of us. And uh, I would pick up the tab because they were visiting me, and it'd be like $80. Yeah. I while I agree, it's it's more expensive than I initially uh, expected to to put out. When you go to an actual ice cream shop, I don't know what the, when this trend started, but they're basically putting a basketball on top of the cone. It's down. a lot of ice cream. Like, it, it's it's ridiculous. Do you, now do you go cone or cup? Uh, I'll go with the sugar cone mm, or okay. a waffle cone if available. Mm-hmm. I like those. The now we do have the ice cream truck that comes into my neighborhood and. And that, the price of has gone way up. Has it? Well, because it's the soft serve mm. stuff that, you know, it's it's not very expensive to make that. At least when you go to a real ice cream shop, you know you're getting some quality ice cream out of it. That soft serve twist stuff. Mm. You know, the, to charge four or five bucks for a, a, a cone of that. Meanwhile, you can go to like the banana store and buy boxes of it for $6. Right. Well, and and I don't know what's going on with the uh, ice cream truck in my neighborhood, but he's going around the corner at about 60 when he comes by. I don't know if he actually wants to sell ice cream. (laughs) Now, speaking of food stuff, what's our favorite drunk food? Burgers top the list. This is when we've been out drinking all night and we're starving at 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Burgers are number one. Then grilled cheese. Nachos, pizza, kebabs, quesadillas, burritos. I would uh, I would add hot dogs to that list yeah. because coming out of a club, that that sausage or hot dog cart has never ever smelled better. Street meat. Uh huh. Yeah. Fish and chips also show up on the list. Fried chicken. Chinese food. Now, I never thought about eating Chinese food as a as a drunk thing at one o'clock in the morning. It is good. So a buddy took me to a Chinese restaurant after we'd been out, and the place was packed. Uh huh. Mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I see. I need something quick and easy. Yeah. You know, the burger or pizza slice. You can pile back mm-hmm. and go to bed. Our favorite late night drunk restaurant, Taco Bell. Okay, and then Mickey D's. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing about Taco Bell when you have it that late at night is you can't tell if it's the alcohol or the tacos that have made you that sick. We love Taco Bell. We do. I love it. I, I, am, I am guilty as charged. You know, I. Uh, it's a Craig Fun fact. Never in my life have I eaten Taco Bell. I'll take you there. No, I don't want it. <laughs> I've, I've hung on this long. <laughs> I won't buy a $7,000 ice cream, but I'll buy a chili cheese burrito. And I, I don't know what it is. It's just never been a place that I thought, I need fast food. I'm just a really a burger and pizza guy, and I've just never... When it comes to fast food, even considered it. Oh, really? Yeah. Love it. the Fry Supreme is uh, one of those just really well thought out hmm. and planned. And, and Taco Bell has had a uh, number of rumors that have, have gone against its way over the years about the quality of its meat. Or oh, McDonald's is the right? They all go through it. And Taco Bell, for some reason, gets a really bad rap for that. but. In the yeah. end, I mean, it's got. If, it, if it's served in Canada, it's got to pass some sort of law and testing. So, uh, why not? Yeah, I, somebody put it in my head years ago not to eat any kind of chili type food at any restaurant of any sort because I was told it was all the old leftover stuff they dumped in the chili. And since whatever's on Taco Bell, it looks like, right. looks like chili. I just assumed, I I, I just, I just, I can't trust it. If you think the the people at Taco Bell are making that fresh in the morning or stirring it. No, I know. It's not happening that way. No, I know. I know it's not fresh. (laughs) I just know there's something not right. We love Taco Bell. I do. Yeah. And you're missing out. That's okay. You can have it. Okay. that's, That's all good. Uh, you enjoyed a uh, lovely pizza pie last night, and today is National Pizza Party Day. Okay. So why not heading into a long weekend? When people were asked about their pizza toppings, pepperoni, by far the most popular. Understood. Then sausage, then extra cheese. Okay. Which is something I used to always order, but don't anymore, and I'm not sure why. I can't imagine more cheese being put on. I think they, they, they've kind of maxed out the cheese. Then they stuff it in a crust. Right. But then mushrooms show up next. Now, as far as the veggies on a pizza, I really thought it would be like green peppers or onions or black olives or green olives or something like that. I'm surprised mushrooms. Um, No, I, I, I can see that. I think the Canadian pizza is pepperoni, right. bacon, and mushroom. Yes. And then chicken. I hate chicken on pizza. So uh, dry and boring. Yeah, I, I, normally when you get it, it's got they change up the sauce. They put like a barbecue. It's like a mm. barbecue chicken pizza, or I don't know at one point they had like a buffalo chicken pizza that was pretty good. Pineapple is both liked and hated. Shows up on both lists of yeah, things I can see that. Yeah. love or hate. <laughs> it's a very polarizing topping. Yes, it is. Uh, pineapple. i will just mention that. And bacon peppers and meatballs, which you had last night on your pizza. I had a meatball pizza. And it was fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. Now, the thing I love on pizzas, and I could eat this uh, double this and nothing else, by far the most hated anchovies. Oh. And I love them. I, I can eat right out of the can. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would steer clear of that pizza. When it comes to dipping sauce, marinara, garlic butter, ranch, show up as favorite dipping sauces. I'll take all of those, yeah. Then people like to dip it into ketchup. All right, I get that. Ew. Honey and mayonnaise. Honey. Yeah. Barbecue sauce is also good for dipping the crust in. But we are really stretching just to have the pizza. Like, you don't necessarily have to have a dip. If you get a really good dip, though, I dip the whole pizza in it. If you're dipping your pizza into mayonnaise, I just only hope the (laughs) defibrillators are right there at your kitchen table. In the 19th century, critics of bicycles labeled them tools of the devil. Really? And I agree. (laughs) Easy <laughs> to say now when you have other modes of transportation. But back then yeah. when it was walking or biking. I guess there was horse. There was. You ever ride a horse? Uh I have. Yeah, it's not fun. Not for very long. No, I got tossed off and one got a concussion. Same here. Well, I didn't get a concussion from it. Well, well mine I... was worse than yours. <laughs> 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 Everything I have is worse or better. You're right. Um, the North Pole shifts about 34 miles a year. Shifts? Yeah. Where does it go? I don't know. Just maybe circles around. Okay. Legos are a better investment than gold. Their value has gone up by 11% a year since 1987, which is better than gold, stocks, or bonds. Yeah, but I guess you got to keep all the pieces. Yeah, and you lose most of them. Yeah, yeah. We found some in the ductwork when I got the duck Oh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like Italy and tomatoes go hand in hand, but tomatoes were originally just an ornamental table decoration. They weren't incorporated into Italian cuisine until the seventeen hundreds. Come on. Or to use them before that. I don't know. The seventeen hundreds, who knows? <laughs> Blood <laughs> Sweat and tears. But to like to not even use the tomato just yeah. to have it sitting there. What are we putting in that pasta, Ma? My blood, my sweat, and my tears. <laughs> Tim Burton considered casting Bill Murray as Batman instead of Michael Keaton. That would have been a different take. 60% of all the Christmas decorations in the world are made in factories in one town in China. They even celebrate Christmas in that factory, you say? They I mean, must hate it. They don't get a Christmas break. I don't know. No. That. <laughs> it's like if you've ever been to that Frankenmuth in Michigan. Yes oh i just feel so bad for the people who have to work in that store (laughs) what a nightmare It's, it's, it's like the size of an ikea yeah it's all christmas yeah all year long it never ends that's where greta van fleet is from that's right um as of 2021 almost half of us ages 12 and older have listened to a podcast in the past month that's way up from a year before and going to the year or two before that, it like was like next to nobody listening. So they have really come leaps and bounds with the podcast. And uh, about uh, half of those people, again, say they've listened at least uh, once a week. Really? To some sort of podcast. You can see that. I mean, there, there are so many that are are very good, entertaining sometimes, mm. informative ones. Mm. There are some, so many of those. But I, I, amongst them, there are millions that are just dribble, <laughs> like, like people entertaining their own egos, basically. The uh, number one, and the research has been done, deep, deep research has been done, and the number one uh, podcast, by far, Craig and Lucky On Demand. Right. By far. <laughs> Landslide. <laughs> Beats uh, Mr. Beast, all of them. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. The uh, guy who created the baby on board sign made millions of dollars off of that sign. Didn't have any kids. Really? Brilliant. <laughs> Did he? I wonder how that came about. Did he get into an accident with someone who had a baby on board? Yeah. And they were all upset. He said, well, you should have a sign. You should have a sign. I hate the ones with the little stick people. How many kids, dogs. I don't care. Right. I don't, I don't care about your life and your children and how many you have. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to get to the beer store. Uh, Aviator sunglasses were created by Bosch and Loam in the 1930s for the U.S. Army Air Corps. Okay. been around a long time. So they were actually for aviators. Yeah, they were. And now they're just worn by douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Change the name. <laughs> Douchebag glasses. Bed <laughs> bugs are almost 100 million years old, which means they were around at the same time as dinosaurs. Most of them are asleep in your mattress right now. Probably. Uh, what else do we got here? Did I do the Tim Burton one? I think I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I love this one. This is good. A&W tried to one-up McDonald's back in the 80s by selling a third-pound burger, but it flopped because most of us realized or didn't realize a third-pound burger was bigger than a quarter-pounder, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> uh, and I was just thinking in, in the news, you had this story about how Caledon's mayor says that they feel like the uh, the child in the right. divorce. Uh-huh. So does this mean that Brampton gets uh, Kaladin every other weekend? Yeah. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock, Station Red Hot Chili Peppers, an Aeroplane. And I like to play this game with Lucky every now and then. That was from 1995, Lucky, and, of course, uh, the music of the 90s, Your Wheelhouse. Do you remember the name of that Red oh. Hot Chili Peppers album that... The- Contained aeroplane. No, I, uh, no, because blood sugar such magic was before that. Mm hmm. Uh. Three words. Three words to it? Yeah.
1: Usually, um, the amount
0: of time it takes you to have sex? One hot minute. <laughs> oh. Either sad that I don't remember that or sad that that was the clue that immediately. got me to remember that. Yeah, immediately. That's great. Uh, are you a uh, one time sneezer or a multiple uh, sneezer? I'm a single sneezer. You are an AK 47. Yeah. I I, uh, I have problems. I've never come across a sneezer with rapid fire like yours. Although, it is funny. I don't sneeze as much as I used to. I can't remember the last time I sneezed in here. That's true. I think COVID, I, I scared my sneezing away. <laughs> COVID cured your sneezing. I mean, I'm hacking and coughing all the time, but the sneezing seems to have given up. Like, if you had had a sneezing fit in public during COVID, you would have been expelled from the country I would have, I you know, jailed imprisoned right put to death um very few people usually only sneeze just once double sneezing the most common answer when 5,000 people were asked some of us don't snot uh, sn- snot some of us don't <laughs> snot some of us don't <laughs> stop at just the double sneeze uh, then it's three times four some sneezing five times or more Nothing worse than having a sneezing fit when you're doing like a buck 30 on the 401. Right. Well, for you, I can imagine. Because yeah. you are at least five times when you go, or what, when you used to. Yeah, I, I've given it up. Right. Like smoking. Good for I, you. I quit. I quit. Sneezing. It was no good for me. <laughs> what do we do when we're sneezing? Most say we sneeze uh, into our elbow, then our hand, but there's around one in seven who say they just let loose and sneeze right into the air. Oh, Lord. It all depends on where I am. Right. I mean, if I'm outdoors, I'm just sneezing into the air. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Why am I going to put all that all over me if I'm outdoors? I just think it's almost a natural reaction to try and, like, back your hand or cover-up somehow, right? It all depends on how the sneeze comes on. Sometimes you're so fast there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Then others, you, you feel the build so you can you can prepare. I'm, uh if, if I'm at home... I'm a, some, a lot of times I'm, a, I'm an, into my shirt sneezer. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll just pull my shirt up and all right, that'll yeah, work. Yeah, at least it covers it up. Very much so. Probably more than other methods. Yeah, I'm more a Hulk Hogan kiss the bicep. Yeah, all right. I can't move my arm that close to it <laughs> because my biceps are so big. That must be it. Yeah. Uh, if you have uh, a sneeze that you can't get out, you know that one where you feel it coming? Mm-hmm. Uh, still the most common thing to uh, to do um, is to look at a bright light. That'll make you sneeze. That'll make you sneeze? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd never heard that before. What What makes us sneeze? Is it something like, is it just like a, uh, dirt getting into our nose hair? Something that... affecting the sinus, yeah? Yeah. Anyhow, it's not sexy. I know that. <laughs> and, and you know, and I am a very a loud sneezer, uh, indeed. Maybe one of the loudest. But then there's also the creepy, weird little <gasps> those little those little bird sneezes. You get those? No, not oh, me. Right, like Katie. Katie oh. has that little sneeze. Gotcha. It's like a little. I don't know if it's a burp <laughs> or a sneeze. <laughs> Let it out. You got to get it out of you. Are you a whiskey scotch person? Uh, There's been some talk about whether you should be using ice cubes in straight whiskey or scotch. That was a no-no, wasn't it? Well, some say they have to have it, that drinking it, like, room temperature is too much. Uh, I also heard an interesting little trick, and I don't know how you do this, but supposedly if you find drinking whiskey and scotch to be a um, a little too much... You're supposed to try to get the flavor to the center of your tongue because your taste buds at the front of your tongue are the most sensitive. Okay. And towards the middle and back, they're not as much. I don't know how you miss the front of your tongue when having a drink. Right. But that's a magic trick right there. I still get the sense sometimes when I drink it, it's it's like drinking fire. Mm. It's just a burning... Well, maybe you're not drinking a good one then, because it's supposed to be smooth. Well, well, I am cheap, so likely <laughs> not drinking good one. That that four dollar hooch, you're... <laughs> you know, the bigger the bottle and the cheaper the price doesn't mean better. Oh, that's so. Yeah, I, I still buy based on Aeroplan miles. So, <laughs> uh so you can drink whiskey or scotch or neat or on the rocks or as I like with a straw on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rye guy. Yeah, you are. I like, I like rye whiskey rather than scotch huh. whiskey. And do you like just whiskey whiskey, like an Irish whiskey? Uh, no, I still prefer rye. Really, huh? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever drank rye straight. I mean, I've had it with ginger ale. I like I would, a rye in ginger i have rye on the rocks. Uh, uh, I would take it on the rye. The problem with having it on the rocks or any drink on the rocks is that I really don't like the final sip once the ice has melted too much this is what the experts are saying basically what experts are saying when it comes to ice and and drinks and i know there's those who are saying you should never ever put tap water but i do like a couple of cubes uh, you shouldn't let it sit too long because then the ice just dilutes it all. And, yeah, it doesn't doesn't have a nice flavor. No. I, well, uh, I mean, I never last that long in my glass for it to dilute completely. True. I'll tell you this. I, we were out uh, having dinner in uh, in a really nice restaurant last weekend. And they had, like, a specialty drink menu. And we were out with a group of friends. One of them was having a cocktail to start. Mm-hmm. They had a maple bourbon whiskey. Mm-hmm uh or sorry a maple bourbon sour is what it was okay so you know bourbon sour a little hint of maple yeah uh, added to it with the whiskey and it was phenomenal and there the final sip because you got like a lot of the maple sitting at the bottom right was excellent Hmm. well if you want to know the uh the true uh ratio of ice to wa- ice booze so that you don't get it all watered down. Okay. okay. They say it's 20%. 80% booze, 20% water, which is the equivalent of about one cube. Okay. Because remember, with a shot of whiskey, it's a little glass, and it's usually about two ounces. Yeah. I mean, I, I go four fingers, usually. <laughs> I go a fist. <laughs> I go a leg. I go a knee deep. A wooden leg. Bump. Yeah, a wooden leg. Um, yeah, well, I, and they have, you can get, like, special ice cubes, too, or Ice cube maker where it makes, like, a slow-melting one, mm-hmm. right? I think, isn't it if you put it in a ball, it's better it melts slower? You got those ones, too. Yeah, lots of stuff going on there. So, yeah. Just remember wonder, that. Can you chill the glass? Like a Mm. pint is nice on a frosty glass. Maybe then you don't use the ice and it cools it down. Yeah, maybe. I know we have uh fireball in the freezer. Right. Which we use as a uh, breakfast beverage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lucky, it's like it never stopped happening. Rock Your Block is back. (laughs) After. It's been a couple of years, hasn't it? It has been. It's been a while since we invaded somebody's home, but we're back at it. Whose house are we going to take over? All right. Francis. We're going to Whitby. Let's give him a call. Right. how's it going? How's it going? Uh, Colin, this the LPP calling. We just want to uh, remind you it's the long weekend, and uh, we've got a blitz. If you are going to be leaving your house today, we suggest you put on your seatbelt and drive carefully. Sounds good. Colin, we're doing great. You sound like you're struggling a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. This wee hour in the morning. Uh, Colin, it's your oh. pal. He's Craig and Lucky, and we want to come and rock your block. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be there in about 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Get your pants on. Uh Yeah, next Wednesday, we want to bring the whole crew. Lucky, uh, what are we doing for Colin at his place? Uh, We're going to show up earlier than this, so you might have to set an alarm for this one. In fact, you probably okay. will. Uh, we're going to set everything up. Godfather of the Grill, Ted Reader is going to barbecue breakfast for you and your uh, friends, courtesy of Helena's Meats. We'll bring you $5,000 in services from Rob Havery and our Havery Landscaping, $2,500 in services from Trainscope Electrical, an FS38 steel weed trimmer, from Durham Kubota and $500 LCBO gift card courtesy of Great Lift and Chris Lantaine, and we hope your neighbors are cool because Double the Pleasure is coming to perform live at the house as well. Sounds great. Yeah man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, now, uh, you are uh, welcome to invite anybody and everybody. Share it with the entire neighborhood, your community, all of Whitby, North, South, East, and West. couple of questions though for you. Colin, do you have any children? I do how old are they they're uh 12 14 and two at eight okay the eight-year-olds have to go <laughs> Okay, <laughs> send them off to their grandparents or something i can't be around children the 12-year-olds will sleep through this whole thing anyhow but, but the young ones have to go they uh they scare me and how are your neighbors are, are they cool do you know your neighbors at all I know, but they're good. Okay, all good. Right, very good. All right, we'll 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 test that theory coming up next week. <laughs> do you possess a king-size bed in your master bedroom? <laughs> I actually do. Good, I'm going to need it. <laughs> uh, all right, Colin, this is going to be great. The entire Francis family spreads the word. Well, there sounds good. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.